0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another amazing episode of Dare to Glow. Today, we have someone very magical and witchy and spiritual and cosmic with us today. She's a Gemini sun. She is a, such a beautiful babe, and we are so, so happy to have her in today. Her name is Jazz Jazbori. Oh, my God. Hello, Jazz.
1: Hi, babe. Thank you so much for having me. And that's a beautiful introduction. I'll
0: take it. <laughs> you are so deserving of it. And I have to also say sorry as well. We were meant to have two jazzes on today, but you can tell that Gemini season is approaching. Mercury retrograde is approaching because our other beautiful and beloved jazz is not with us today. She had technical difficulties on her, her side. Um, the, one of the cons of doing a podcast over inter, you know, interstate, over Zoom is this because when you have technical difficulties, you just have to put up with it, so unfortunately she 's not here today, but that 's okay. Jazz and I are going to have a nice fun chat today instead, um, and i can 't wait to ask her all so many beautiful questions that I 'm sure like a lot of our viewers just like want to know, especially whether they 're spiritual, whether they're not, because I feel like even if you 're not spiritual, sometimes it's just like this is one of those things like you're intrigued to hear more about.
1: Yeah, totally, and you know what I love? You know I kind of don't do your regular mystic stuff. I'm, oh, for sure. I love t- talking to people who are <laughs> um, skeptics. Mm. My boyfriend's a scientist. I'm an astrologer. Oh my if God. That's, like, in a relationship,
0: that's <laughs> like the best combo because you're like both anti like against. <laughs> exactly. Right. So if we can be in a relationship, I feel like there's hope mm. for us all. Oh, for sure, for sure. And they always say as well, like, keep an open mind. You never know. Because sometimes, like, I've heard of, like, even interviews as well, where, like, one person's a scientist, the other one's very, like, spiritual, holistic. And it's so funny. Like, even, for example, like, in regards to, you know, medicine, I'll go to my GP or my doctor about an issue, and then I'll go see my holistic naturopath. And they both say, like, two completely different things. And it's just so funny. It's like, oh no, don't believe them, don't believe them. Like at the end of the day, we've all got our own beliefs. So you just need to come back to what reigns true for you. But I'm so happy and excited to have Jazz on today. I've actually been following Jazz for quite some time now, probably about nearly a year. Um, and I'm just so excited to like finally get to meet her, but also, you know, talk to her, have a beautiful conversation and for you all to get to know the amazing person that she's as well. So let's start with, first of all, like who are you? What do you do? What's your thing?
1: Yeah, totally. So I'm Jazz boy- I identify or my role is an empowerment astrologer and a self-mastery mentor. That's what I do. That's that's my little title. So what that really entails is I am really passionate about helping women, 21st century women in particular. Mm. Uh, And that really is anybody who is wanting to thrive in this modern world. Um, And I'm really here to help them fearlessly pursue themselves, to help them step into their authenticity and uh, connect back with their soul's desires and really empower them to not only have that awareness, but actually do something about it. Because I think that that's uh, two different stages of the journey. So I work, uh, particularly with astrology. That's, that's my jam. That's, that's what I always come back to. Um, I love astrology and everything mystical, but I also utilize tarot. I am a past life regression practitioner actually now that's only just happened recently, but I'm claiming it. Um, and yeah, I, I mentor and I coach women through their journey into being in the driver's seat of their own life, mastering their own life um, and really supporting and guiding them back to who they truly are, who they already are I always say to all my clients, like, when they come for an astrology reading or whatever, like, I can't tell you your future. I can't tell you who to be, who to marry.
0: I feel like that's always the way to, like, people always go to, like, astrologers or psychics being like, tell me everything. Like, tell me who I'm going to marry in 20 years. Tell me who, where I'm going to be in five years. Like, they can't predict that. You don't have a crystal ball. Like, no, no one really has a crystal ball to, like, tell you. Like, we all have our own inner intuition. And I had to learn about that the hard way as well. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I I... I understand why people are asking those questions, right? I understand that people are seeking something outside of themselves. And mm. I feel like it's my job when they do come to me to bring them back to the remembrance that everything is already, already there inside of you. You just have to of uncover course. it and discover it. And yeah, like I said, you know, sitting in this, I like to say I sit in the intersection of mysticism mm. and pragmatism. Mm. So that also means that. that there is no crystal ball. This is a co-creation. Yeah. I don't believe in destiny. I think destiny's bullshit. Mm. Um, you know, I we are yes soulful beings, yes mm. humans, and so how can you start to meet in the middle?
0: Because that's mm. where I think the magic really is. Absolutely, and like I have been like I'm twenty three, and I've like been on a spiritual journey already for such a long time, and I've noticed that the more like in inner work I've done, the more shadow work I've done, you know, the more that obviously everything externally, you know, changes around me. And the more awareness I got, I've, you know, I've given myself with my, you know, my gifts, my talents, my resources, the more I was able to obtain information that was being provided to me. Because at the end of the day, like the universe will provide you with the same messages, the same, you know, talents and opportunities and everything but if you're not ready to obtain them or if you don't know what to do with them it's like oh what do i do like you're just going to let it you know kind of slip by um and i remember this distinct moment i think it was maybe about like 4 years ago and i was like feeling very outside of my body very you know disconnected to my inner self my higher self and again i remember like constantly i went through this phase where i like constantly wanted a lot of psychic readings i wanted like that you know, that clarity, that closure, that guidance from everyone, because I knew I wasn't gonna get it from that one specific person. Um yeah. and then I I just lost so much trust and faith and like I was had so much anxiety and I lost so much like light, you know, and the universe was obviously trying to communicate with me the entire time and I just didn't want to sit down and listen. And it wasn't until I kind of I guess, force myself to sit down and be quiet for a moment and and just mindfully listen that I realized, okay, I started to trust my intuition more. I started to listen and be grounded more and bring my energy back to myself rather than give my power away outside of myself.
1: Yeah, that is, that's where it's at, right? Because, you know... I, I want to like add to that if I can, just this piece of like, it comes to, it comes down to action as well. Yeah. Like I always say, you know, the pragmatism part is taking action. Like you can I say this a the time as well, in my readings, I'm like you could be destined to be like the next United States of America's like president, <laughs> but if you do yes. nothing about it, like it's not going to happen. No, it's and so so, true. Yeah. Like <laughs> you can have all this beauty out there, but mm. it doesn't mean the law of action is always at play just like the law of attraction is always at play as well so yeah
0: I would love to know how did you get started with your um I guess yeah this whole journey like what inspired you and led you to be where you are today Mm.
1: it's uh it all started truly (laughs) and I'll I'll try and make this succinct it all started truly around seven years ago Mm. um when I was in my own rock bottom, um, magic dark, whatever you want to call it. It definitely didn't feel like magic at the time, but in hindsight, it was. Um, About seven years ago, I was in a really bad place, um, wholly and completely. So my physical health was really, really bad. I was super underweight. Um, My mental health was horrific as well, so bad that I... Uh, really wanted to check myself into like a facility. That's where I was at. Yeah, I've been struggling or have struggled um, with mental health my whole life. That was a really, really big thing for me. And, you know, financially, I was $25,000 in debt. I was heartbroken. I thought my forever person um, was going to be my, I thought that person <laughs> I was with was going to be my forever person. Yeah. That was not the case. Um, I had no job. Uh, I just been traveling around the world, uh, for a year and I just came back to absolutely nothing and I didn't know who I was and I didn't know which way I was up. So I was in a really, really dark place and I went to sort out, uh, to seek out uh, professional help. So I went to go and see if I could get on meds. I was ready to like, just do it. I just was, I just wanted to really escape my own reality. That's actually what I was trying to do in hindsight, but I was turned away. Um, I was told that I was not eligible for medication. I was not eligible to be hospitalized, even though it was very, very, very bad. And that kind of, I got angry. Mm -hmm. Um, I got angry and I threw my middle fingers up and I was like, you know what? Looks like I'm going to have to do this on my own. Yeah, and I've always been that very like vengeful person. Like I was a very angsty teenager. Um, that was like I am a songwriter. I kind see all. that in you. Like, like
0: yeah. you know, like yeah, yeah. what everyone else. Thinks. I mean,
1: I mean, Gemini energy, right? Yeah, but I I was a songwriter and a creative my whole life, and so mm. I really um, translated that through my art. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be a musician. Cool. And then I was doing it. And it was happening and I was playing gigs and we were recording and it was amazing. And yet it still didn't feel like I still had that feeling of, is this all there is? It doesn't, this doesn't feel like a complete picture Mm -hmm. still. And it was around that time that I really started to dive into personal development. So you're really pragmatic side and I didn't really do anything. I was just basically a sponge for like three years. I read every single book um i actually ended up getting a job in corporate sales which was really powerful through this like personal development work i think just ingesting the information to be honest and i got this really amazing job and um that funded my music stuff and that was all amazing um but like i said i still felt like there was something missing and when i was going through all this personal development stuff um i went on a retreat
0: hmm.
1: in bali in 2018 and I can't even remember why I booked it. Like, I'm not even sure why I did it, which makes me realize now that I know about psychic abilities that was a hundred percent just my clear cognizance, just being like, do it, go. Exactly. And oh, sometimes we good. do
0: that. Like sometimes we are just pulled to a certain place, a certain direction or something, and we have no idea why, but we just know, all we know in that moment is that we need to trust this feeling, whatever it is, it's going to lead to something and we don't know what. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and because I had a lot sometimes. of yeah, yeah. I mean because, you know, like I said, my magic dark mm. was when I was traveling. So I had a lot of trauma around travel. A yeah. lot of trauma, which actually plays a lot in my chart. I've got a Sagittarius rising and a Sag north node. Wow. So if anybody <laughs> knows anything about astrology, those two things mm. are about long-term travel and uh, freedom and expansion mm. and experience. So I had a lot of stuff come up about around that, but for whatever reason, I jumped on this plane, I went to Bali, I got there, I felt calm, I felt safe, I felt secure. So Bali is a very special place in my heart. And I did this retreat and I had, had, like I said, I'd had this bubbling feeling of like, fuck, there's something else. And I was kind of interested and I was, and on, again, upon hindsight, I was the kid that looked at the back of the newspaper every single Sunday and read my horoscope. I was, <laughs> you know, I was always down to go and get a psychic reading or I was obsessed with tarot. A couple of years before that, I actually went to New Orleans and bought a tarot deck and was like, I'm going to learn tarot. But I don't know. It's very odd now that I can look back and start connecting the dots. But when I was in Bali, I really uh, shed this layer of bullshit that I was feeding myself. Mm. And it was through that moment of noticing your fear is standing in the way of everything. Once I looked at it and decided to, to shed it, which was still a process, but once I decided to shed it, everything changed. So sure. I I ended up um, obviously, still going down this path, and I read the universe has Had
0: your the universe has your back by yes. Gary Bernstein. That's like Such a, a Bible. classic. Yes, I finished yeah. reading it last year, and it was so funny because I was rereading. It's almost like I was rereading and reminding myself of so many truths. But I feel mm-hmm. like if that's definitely one of the first books you read about the universe, like you're just going to be mind blown. It's incredible. Yeah, very very powerful
1: book, and um, that really opened my world up to spirituality. and the universe and that was something that I felt deeply connected to and so as I started to go on this personal what I call a self-mastery journey now Mm. um, I love that word it just sounds so enlightening (laughs) like it's so beautiful like I started to do it from a much more soulful and spiritual place and that led me to getting my natal chart read
0: which was actually
1: really Really funny because I didn't know anybody. I didn't really really know about Enable chart. Um, mm. I actually had started following one of my dear friends
0: and and mentors now, Natalia Benson, um, yes, I which I was gonna her. tap on anyway because honestly, Jazz and I love her as well. She's also one of our mentors. <laughs> we actually wanted to have her on, which we are. We're eventually. am manifesting it. We're gonna have her on this year. Um, but yeah, Natalia is one of Jazz and I's like mentors as well. Natal- um, Jazz has actually also been like guided and mentored by her. She's taken, I think one mm-hmm. of her business courses. So, which is so Many. incredible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is so, so incredible. And I love that we also have that connection there. And even through like the thing that I also love about um, you when I first came across your profile straight away I was like she's a Natalia Benson girl I just could see like in your profile and your connection in your in your theme like everything your personality it was just so similar and I was like she's like a little like Natalia Benson it's so cute
1: well that is like the greatest comparison it. I'll take that I'll, <laughs> I'll take that and run honestly but yeah I mean I, I I I started I got my little chart read by my boyfriend at the time. So my ex-boyfriend's best friend's mom is an astrologer. (laughs) And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And she read my chart over like four hours.
0: Mm.
1: And I just found myself up really late at night, like three o'clock in the morning, researching my own chart. And I went, shit, like, this is something, this is it. And I understood Mm. it really easily. And it jived with me. And you know, being an astrologer is not like anybody can be an astrologer. I I truly truly uh, believe that. But you know the skill is te- teachable. But there's a creativity and a translation that when you stand in an astrology an astrologist seat, that's really important. And I felt like I got it, and I was seeing that when I was reading for other people, and I just noticed it and trusted it. Um, And then, you know, from there, I mean, it's like life just, the universe just took over. I started to um, work really closely with Natalia and really step into this deep desire that I'd always had to work for myself, to work online, to uh, be connected to women, to empower people. I was doing that a lot in my music. My music is very that. I Mm. I sing rock music, like it's very that. So it's like,
0: (laughs) you know, it it felt like an extension of me. And, and, um, it's so incredible because sometimes you're like, okay, well, this is the line of work I want to be doing, but maybe just not in this way. Maybe it needs to be, maybe it needs to get my message across in a different way. And it's like, eventually, you know, that you're going to end up where you're meant to be.
1: Oh yeah. And I just Mm. totally like in, I invested in myself, like energetically, financially, like in all the ways. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess, there, like I said, I started reading, I did a coaching certification. Um, and it's funny, and it's and I believe I'm such a testament to this is like when you step into and listen to and, and honor the cravings that your soul is having, everything just seems to work out. And I mean, I live very in alignment with my chart because when I read my chart or had my chart read. I felt like I saw myself outside of myself, yeah, um, for the first time, and it was a very spiritual experience. Not just because it's astrology, but because I saw a reflection of myself. It was it was beautiful, and so I wanted to do that for others, and I just didn't
0: stop. Mm. So that here is we amazing. Are now. <laughs> I love it. Honestly, I could resonate with so much of that because um, I've also, like I said, I feel like everyone has their own individual journey I mean I love the word self-mastery I refer to it as like a spiritual awakening um but I love the word self-mastery too like because I feel like it also taps into every layer of you like not just your spiritual self but like the human soul like every part of you you know um and I was the same like I have I went through so many like rock bottoms and then I just had like one year, you know, a couple of years ago where I, same thing, like I thought you know, my forever person was going to be that person, it was like my first breakup, the worst pain I'd ever felt and then that's what led me to kind of be like, you know what, I'm going to fucking like think of myself now, I'm going to actually put myself first because I'd been praising self-love for so long and then I kind of just forgot about it for about six months, like I forgot about myself completely and like kind of lost myself and then Mm. when that happened and I was like, wow, okay, instant And it was really crazy as well, because when that happened, as heartbroken, as as sad as I was, I actually realized in that moment why that needed to happen. Like, it's like almost straight away, I got the download and it was like, Emily, you were You know, raising yourself up, you were leveling up, you were making yourself better, not for him, not for anyone else, but for yourself, for your future self, you Mm. know, because she's waiting for you. And I just got that message so clearly. And I'm like, okay, like we're doing this, you know. And I Mm. had a year where I just fully embodied me. I, you know, every time I thought that I'd reached my highest point, the universe, like, you know, pushed me and was like, no, you can go further. And now I'm currently in this, like, transition as well in my life where I'm like yeah I want to be doing more you know with my my sole purpose which is very similar to yours and um, I mean I want to you know be a self-love coach I want to um, you know work online as well work for myself empower others with my gifts you know through dance and healing and movement and um, and through my you know my story my voice and it's so powerful that I love that I can now not just relate back to people like you but have the connection and the ability to be able to yeah like connect to people like you as well either through the online space through like this beautiful podcast through social media it's just it's so amazing the resources that we have around us and the gifts that we have around us and it's truly just about the way we choose to use them in our everyday lives
1: oh yeah I totally I totally agree and I think and what
0: sign are you babe I am a Leo, but I have so many. I'm a Leo sun, but I have, um, I'm an earth rising and my moon's in Virgo. So I have a lot of earth in my chart as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, cool. I love that. Mm. I love that that's like really connected to like the body, right? Like you were saying through movement and all that sort of stuff. That's really gorgeous. But I wanted to um, just add to what you said, which was so powerful is that like, yeah, like what a time to be alive. Like,
0: Mm.
1: you know, I say this to my my clients all the time who, you know, want to step into their sole purpose or whatever it may be. And I'm like, you know, it it truly is as simple as a choice. Like I can sit here and give you a thousand affirmations and we can work together for five years or however long, right? Not that I don't really take clients for that long, but like, you know, we can do all this stuff, Mm. but it simply comes down to this choice. If you know, like, how do you utilize this space? How do you show up? What's your intention? Yeah. And do you move from a space of love or fear? I because whenever I've moved from fear, and that's such a powerful, that my, one of my really good friends, her um, name's Jen Morse. She's incredible. She's like this, I don't even know. She's like this Pisces, Gemini, rising <laughs> goddess. she's like a photographer but a coach she's gorgeous and she I interviewed her and she said you know every decision you make is out of love or fear
0: I remember someone telling me that too probably like at a very young age like one of the first personal development seminars and and um, and yeah like teachings that I just absorbed and that's always been the main teaching like everything I've always absorbed has always been through are you doing it through either love or fear and it's so true because when you you know when you act out of love when you you know when you speak out of love when you live intentionally out of love and in that higher frequency everything you notice kind of flows a lot like easier it flows a lot smoother there aren't any you know questions you're not doubting yourself but when you're coming from that place of ego and fear which so many people don't even realize like that's the other thing I've like Loved as well as the fact that I'm now, before I feel like I'm now consciously more aware of like not just myself but everyone else around me. So the minute I can see like someone's acting out of ego or someone's projecting, I'm like right. <laughs> I can put that in that you know. Oh yeah, you know, it's, it's a trauma. struggle every day it with so like the people is. in my life. Yeah, I'm like
1: <laughs> you're project, I, and it's so funny because like with my partner, I'm like I'm not your coach, I'm your girlfriend. Yeah, I'm not your coach, yeah, I'm your girlfriend. Exactly. So-
0: <laughs> Split the two. <laughs> Look, like, like I said, the the cons of having to do this over Zoom. But I am so, I will be so happy the day that Jazz and I will be like in the same room together. Like, I look at all these beautiful podcasters and I'm like, why? But also, I'm like, look, it's worth it. I love what I do. (laughs) Exactly. But um, yeah, Um, just as we were saying.
1: Yeah. So, I guess what I wanted to add, Mm. and what I think is really powerful, is yes, every decision you make is out of love or fear, right? Absolutely. And so when you, when you choose fear, you will lose. Mm. Like it's, it's inevitable. And that doesn't mean that you won't be safe. Mm. (laughs) You probably live a very safe life. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the thing because people do that to be in their comfort zone, to play it safe. And sometimes playing it safe ends up like risking the whole thing of like losing out or not living life intentionally or to the fullest you know not getting what you truly desire 100% you and I would safe. almost yeah yeah
1: I would almost go to say of like not even sometimes always yeah like I'm yeah. really starting to step into this idea of like no like this is the truth and I'm just mm. gonna just give it to you straight because yeah. if you choose fear you will lose yeah because absolutely. you'll stay the same and you won't you won't change mm. um and you won't grow either yeah. And you won't expand. But if you choose love, even if you fail, even if it doesn't go the way that you would, thought it would, mm. you still won because you chose yourself. Yeah. You, you honored your desire because here's the thing, <laughs> like life, the universe works in mysterious ways. Absolutely. And, you know, people always say, well, it's still scary. I'm like, well, yeah, of course it's scary. But guess what? <laughs> the universe never says no. It only ever yeah. says not yet. Or I have something better in mind. Or yes. yes.
0: And you know yeah. what? That's actually such a powerful reminder because that's another thing, like another teaching I have, you know, learnt over the years through several mentors. And it's it's so funny because it's like, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter. There are certain teachings in the universal law that it doesn't matter how many times you've learnt them the more times you keep hearing them, it just like acts like, it's like the first time you hear it. And so it's so true. I feel like even for myself, sometimes I need to give myself that reminder too when I'm very out of my body and I'm very anxious about a decision. um, It does show up, you know, not just physically in my body, but you know, in my life as well, in the decisions I'm making in how the certain outcomes, you know, are playing out. And um, you know, the more, that you act out of fear, the worse it's going to get, it's like a, you know, a roll on effect. So it's so true. Like we need to remind ourselves, come back and ground yourself and remind yourself, okay, the universe is not saying no to me. Only I'm saying no to me. So only the universe is saying yes, Or I have something better for you, just be patient. And again, it comes back to being patient. Every we want everything now. Like I feel like that's what the thing is. Like everyone it lives such a fast-paced life these days. They want everything now. It's like I asked for this manifestation manifestation. I want it now. And it's so funny. I saw this TikTok, I think it was like a few days ago. And this guy was like like pretty much acting out the universe and himself. And he was handing over like his desire to the universe and he was resisting letting go and he was the universe was saying to him like why are you resisting i thought you want this to come true like give it to me and he was like well i do but every time i give it to you you're really slow at giving it to me and it's so funny because it's like well again the universe might not give it to you in the timeline you want it but it will give it to you when you're ready or when it knows it's meant to come your way. Like yeah, or it's like not reminds, for you. Yeah, exactly. Or it's exactly Or well, you thought it's <laughs> not for you, but it just isn't, you know? Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's true. okay too. And I've seen yeah. that even in, for example, like I said, even in, you know, my love life, which I'm, I'm sure, you know, you've seen in too. Mm. So for both of us, we said that we thought we had our forever person and then that person, you know, broke our hearts. And now we're both with people that we know, okay, yeah, this is actually the person, you know, that is- Oh, yeah meant for us and again at that time we don't think about that like you know so because our whole world feels like it's falling apart but the universe in you know retrospect actually knows you know what like be patient in two years a year six months time doesn't matter time the universe doesn't worry about time it's not about that Mm -hmm. it's literally just about the outcome and the action and the frequency the energy frequency that is attached to that thing as well um, and there are so many things like I'm constantly still like even through this spiritual awakening last year um, and even going into this year, like manifestation and learning again about the law of attraction is something I've yeah been wanting to do so much more on, like learning so much more on, I think to ground myself again and, and reteach myself those principles. And I think that's also what helped me draw myself into your profile. Like, cause I just was like, Mm. okay, manifestation. And then I came across you through Natalia, I think. And I was like, oh, I like this. Um, I like this girl. So it's again, like so funny how things play out like that, but yeah, I I love that. And um, I, yeah, you can definitely just see, you know, where, like you said, when you play out with love versus when you play out with fear, how the outcomes happen. And I'm sure that we could all look back on our lives and reflect back, you know, and say, okay, when I made decisions out of love, this is what happened when I made decisions out of fear. And fear doesn't have to just be anxiety. Like fear is literally any feeling or energy frequency that lowers your vibration. So that could be guilt, that can be shame, that can be, you know, anxiety or fear or depression or anger, like any of those energy frequencies that lower your vibration and essentially, obviously don't bring you closer to your desire.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, mm. your intention is everything absolutely, so if you're going into a decision with
0: yeah.
1: a low vibrational frequency, so fear mm. or like you say guilt, shame, mm. whatever, codependency, all that yeah. sort of stuff, versus if you go into something with love joy um abundance uh freedom mm. um, uh being
0: gratitude
1: uh, oh gratitude honor, yeah gratitude honoring yes. honoring your desires um you like like we said you know the universe is always guiding you but this is a co-creation so you have got to kind mm-hmm. of like put your money on the table
0: like what are you literally Like how many chips are you putting in? Are you going to be like, here's one chip? I remember like Natalia Benson actually saying something and this stuck in my head. And I remember her saying, if you sometimes just take a little leap of faith towards the universe, the universe will meet you and take a bigger leap of faith towards you. And I'm like, Ooh, I like that. It loves it. Literally. (laughs) It it. it is like, I always say, and I, I don't know, like. If
1: I can say this, but like I always feel like <laughs> literally that gets the universe horny. Like it literally yes. loves
0: it. Jazz, have it's you not like, heard our podcast before? Oh We're all about that.
1: <laughs> Jazz has I no filters. Like <laughs> It literally it does. Like mm. because she's also like, I always say, like, the universe wants you to like put the money on the table, identification. Yeah. Like, are you really who you say you are? Yeah. And all you have to do is show up as that. All you have mm. to do is have the courage. Yes. Or step into the realization that if you magical do C word.
0: Now,
1: <laughs> yeah, if you do this now, mm. just simply taking a, making a commitment to yourself, mm. the universe fucks with that. It loves yeah. it. And so um, it's scary. Yes. But mm. it's more scary to stay the same to me because yeah, it's like, honestly. if I want this beautiful big life, Where am I going to be a year from now if I don't make this decision? Oh, exactly.
0: Like even just yesterday, Jazz and I were celebrating one year of our podcast, and we can both—we're both reflecting on how not just obviously how our podcast has changed, but our podcast has changed as a reflection of us, how we've changed Mm -hmm. in our in our personas, in our growth, in our spirituality, in everything. Like we've just up a level together, and you know exactly if you are. You know, if you are staying the same year after year, if you can look back, you know, um, as corny as it sounds, if you look back, for example, at, you know, every New Year's Eve and you kind of feel like you have the same goals or nothing's really changed, then ask yourself why, like, what is stopping you? What are you fearing? Again, are you coming from ego or are you coming from love? Um, Because I'm telling you now, if you're coming from love, like, those goals those desires those actions it's going to be put into place and sometimes again you don't need to worry about the how because that was my thing as well for the longest time i was actually stopping myself from receiving what i wanted because i was so stuck in the how like how is it going to happen though and i didn't realize that again hindsight i was actually coming from whilst i thought i had the right attention i was actually stopping it because i was coming from a place of ego and control and anxiety So I was so stuck in the how that I didn't, you know, and someone, I think it was maybe my life coach or someone said to me, you don't actually need to worry about the how right now. Like let the universe take care of that. You don't need to worry about that right now. Just focus on your intention and the energy around it and what it looks like for you. Um, And yeah, I just find like, again, that's just such a powerful reminder. Sometimes we're just so worried about, okay, but how is this going to happen? Like when? Like you don't need to worry Mm -hmm. about that. Let the universe take care of that. Exactly. Yeah, that's so powerful, hun. What would you say are some of like your top? Maybe I'm trying to think. Like, what are your top um, self care? Like, what are your, what are your things that like you help to prime yourself, especially in regards to your energy, to mm. prime your energy, your self care. Oh my god, I love this question. I don't think anyone's ever asked me this question. Oh really? Um, <laughs> I would have thought that's like the yeah. most common question.
1: No, I think a lo- again, a lot of people are stuck in the how, which I mean, yeah. I, I work in the how I like to give people the how mm. as well as the, as the wisdom, mm. but um, so a couple of things I would say that there's, um, I think mean, there's a lot that I do, mm. um, but I think it all comes down to understanding what raises your vibration and what doesn't. So yeah. from a care perspective, the way that I look at self care, um, I don't. Self-care to me is responding to what I desire. Yeah. That's that's what self-care is to me. Mm. So taking care of myself and particularly because I do work with people all day, mm. every day, my energy Absolutely. must be like, you
0: know, top notch yes. in order for me to be integrity. Constantly refilling up your cup and checking in with yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: So Especially when you come I, from that place of service.
1: Exactly, mm.
0: right?
1: So... Um, listening to my desire, that's a really, really big one. So I think that, you know, if I am desiring to, I mean, I don't put any restrictions on
0: myself with food. Mm. If I
1: feel like eating Chinese, (laughs) I eat Chinese. Honestly, I feel—I love that. I align with that so
0: much too. And at the end of the day, like like, at the moment (laughs) I'm doing this like six week challenge with my gym. Um, which is like not going so great because last week I had my period and this week I've been sick. So I've been like out for two weeks. (laughs) Um, but you know, as part of this challenge, like we have to, you know, count our calories, make sure we're reaching like certain quotas and stuff, obviously, so that we know that we're building our muscle or we're reaching our goals for that challenge. But for me, I was like, okay, well, after the six weeks, I'm not going to keep doing that because that doesn't align with me. What aligns with me is like exactly seeing food as fuel and nourishing my body, but also intuitively like checking in with my, like you said, my desires intuitively eating and knowing that I'm you know, feeding what I want to be feeding myself.
1: Yeah. I think it's obviously, you know, we want to take care of ourselves for sure. But, you know, food is just one way that I do that. If I really, another thing I've been using is like procrastination. So if I'm procrastinating and I'm doing like fluffy, busy work, I'll stop. And I Mm. ask myself, like, what do you actually want to do? And if that's, sitting on the couch and reading, then let's do that. Mm. If that's watching an episode of Gossip Girl, then that's that. Like, <laughs> if that's it. having a nap, mm. you know what I mean? Like, whatever it is, I think the only way that we can truly take care of ourselves is if we lay the foundation of self-awareness. Because yeah. it's very hard to even understand your desires when you don't mm. have some kind of practice that... Mm. Or, or haven't done the work around becoming self-aware.
0: Um, And again, that's where it all comes from. Intuition. But like you said, the way you practice listening, your intuition is always talking, but the way you strengthen that and practice listening to that is grounding your energy.
1: Mm. Well, yeah. Mm. I mean, I guess if I wanted to give someone, if they were like, okay, cool. Like that sounds really great. But like how? Yeah. I would say meditation is the first Mm. stop because to meditate is to begin to watch your own thoughts. It's actually not about
0: having thoughts. It's about just...
1: It's not even thought. about like
0: the stillness or the breathing. It's more so just about like, yeah, like you watching. said, the list, yeah. yeah, the watching, the being conscious, the watching, mm.
1: yeah. So if you can do that, then or do that and implement that as a practice in your life, not only mm. does meditation make you feel fucking juicy and amazing, but <laughs> it actually strengthens that self awareness muscle. So yeah, for sure, if you struggle with connecting to your desires and honoring them and knowing if you're just, I don't know if I'm lazy or if yeah. I'm whatever. And that's really hard for you to discern. Mm-hmm. And meditation practices has been the way for me and what I would always advise to everyone, because that literally is strengthening that muscle. And then when yeah. you want to take care of yourself, you know how, you know, because you have yeah. clarity.
0: It, it's, it's already exactly that. It's the same with decision-making. Like those people that always have to get external advice because they don't know, should I wear the purple top or the green top? Should I have sushi or chicken? It's like, you need to know for yourself what you're desiring, what your body is wanting, what you're feeling, you know? Mm -hmm. And if you're not, you need to come back in and check with yourself why that is. Um, Is your energy above you? Is it away from you? Is it, you know, within you? And yeah, what would you say as well for, for some people that I guess are either new to meditation or just resist it, don't want any part of it, you know, refuse or can't do it. What would you say to those kind of people that are listening that are like, maybe interested, but just like are scared or yeah. Cause I know that even for example, like my mom and I've got a few other friends that really love the idea of meditation, but just for some reason they can't like just sit down and close their eyes for that long, or they can't be present with themselves for that long
1: yeah, I think it's really important to come back to like, why, like, why Mm -hmm. do you believe that? Like, what's the belief that's stopping you? Is it I can't sit still or I'm not a good meditator or that's not how I relax or whatever it may be. Right. Because that's just stopping you from trying something new. Like,
0: yeah, if you don't want to try
1: something new, like I can't help you. I mean, I, again, like in my relationship, okay, not even my relationship actually, Jen's pretty good, but like He's pretty calm to guy, but, but my, someone's like my mom, for example, mm. my mom would never meditate. Even if someone was holding a gun to her, head. she'd be like, <laughs> fuck off. No way. But like, I'm, I've said to her, you know, I'm like, why don't you just try and meditate? Like, just, mm. just say, like, just give it a go. Like literally, yeah. why, I, I mean, it's hard for me to say, um, and give somebody advice, uh, because it's like, why are you? Why do you believe
0: that it's not for you?
1: Mm. Well, exactly because like, you are already
0: putting in that block that like I can't. Right? Product. It's like yeah. why?
1: Like what did mm. what did meditation ever do to you? What do you think <laughs> you meditate you'll become? Yeah. Like, yeah. Something. But I think what I will say, and I'll bust this myth because I think sometimes people think, oh, it's this spiritual thing, or it's for monks, yeah. or for sure. I know I. I feel like people think it's this uh, it's again, like what astrology or tarot cards is for someone else. It's not Mm. me. I don't know how to do that. Or it's Um, too woo woo. Yeah. Like I want to, I guess, give you the truth about spiritual practices in general, using meditation as a a example here, Mm. but like, that's not what it is. It's used in spiritual context and in religious context, 100%. Yeah. But, um, It's available to everybody. It doesn't have to be. It may not. It isn't what you probably think it is. Well, exactly. And
0: and like you said, it even comes back to you know mindfulness and even mental health. Like you tapped you know touched on before, like that is something that a lot of people these days are going through, or they know someone that's going through it. Whether it's anxiety, depression, or you know whatever it is for you. So that is another way as well. That usually is one of the ways that is recommended to, you know, slow that down as well, to focus on your breathing.
1: Yeah, Your psychologist would probably, like, say to you, meditate. Like, that's Mm. something that's, like, finding its way into – because there's science now that backs it, right? Of course. But, you know, regardless regardless of that, we have a preconceived idea. So what I would always say to someone who's resisting it but is maybe scared or intrigued Mm. by it is do your research. There's so many different ways – you know, meditation, there's hundreds of methods of meditation, even yeah. with astrology. There are so many different types of astrology. It doesn't mm. actually have to be spiritual. Exactly. You know, there are. Um, you know, like Myers-Briggs
0: and Enneagrams, yes. they're all actually
1: based <laughs> off astrology. There's so and much, like you... even
0: human design, like there's just so much yeah. out there. And sometimes as well, there's like so I'll notice, there. there might be an astrologer you relate to or a tarot card you relate to, and then there's someone you're not. You're like, no, they were way off. Or like, I don't really like intuitively trust them. Yeah. And that's fine. And that's... Again, it's just about intuition. It's about connection. That's the process. Mm. So find somebody that you relate to. Find somebody who. Don't fit everyone in the same box.
1: Yeah. No, no, you don't have to. It's like anything. It's like you can go to a GP and not like them. You can go to a restaurant and not, you Mm. can like Italian food, but not like the Italian restaurant. It's. That's, exactly. that's okay it's normal. and I feel like so,
0: because of that though like some people will be really quick to be like oh I went I gave it a go it didn't work out I'm not gonna do it again it's like no like just you know <laughs> this is really powerful open. I actually um yeah. I actually
1: listened to a podcast Glennon Doyle has a new podcast which she has two mm. episodes and I'm like obsessed <laughs> she said um something that was really powerful that really stuck with me I think this plays into this a lot with people mm. who are coming up against whether you know judge it It's judgment. That's what they're doing. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) When you make a sweeping statement, you're judging, right? And people say, oh, no, it's concern. I'm concerned Mm. that it's not right for me or I'm concerned for you. Well, no, because concern is looking at that particular person through the lens of love um, and all of that. But when you make like a sweeping statement, like meditation isn't for me,
0: all meditation is not for me. It's a preconceived idea that's blocking it off, essentially. It's a judgment. Yeah. It's a judgment. So nothing-
1: I like like, to think of those people as
0: very like fixed mindset. I'm like,
1: yeah, yeah. And (laughs) that's that's okay. But just know that you're making a judgment. You're not actually stating a concern. Yeah. So- because it's yeah you're making a sweeping statement like and like I know, that's this happens why a lot in
0: life there are certain people as well that will always come back and be like where's the proof where are the facts like show me the proof show me the facts you know um, that, yeah. that, that i mean that, that it isn't for you you know and sometimes it's just like a limiting belief we're telling ourselves or something we need to rewrite um, or just kind of like come back to and yeah, like sometimes, you know, like we say, people will do it, you know, when they're ready and sometimes they won't, sometimes they'll never be open to it and that's okay. Um, but like you said at the end of the day, it is something that is available and accessible and open for anyone and everyone that is wanting to give it a go. So I, I really encourage everyone to, to do that and have your own reasons behind it. Like you said, it doesn't have to be for spiritual and religious reasons. It could literally be for mental health. It could be for mindfulness. It could be for, you know, work-life balance, whatever it is for you it could be for your morning ritual, whatever it is, like, just, I really encourage you to give it a go, you know, at least a few times, try and see what works for you, because like Jazz and I say, like, there is, you know, what works for you might not work for someone else, like, that is okay, Mm -hmm. but find find your why, find your reason, and find what works for you, essentially, and then just, like, flow with it, you know, have fun with it.
1: Yeah, totally, Mm -hmm. I
0: agree i love it oh my goodness i feel like we could talk about like spirituality forever um i would love to do that but unfortunately we this like podcast would be like two hours long <laughs> <which> i don't <laughs> exactly. think jazz have a lot of fun recording um and editing so to wrap it up jazz and i would love if you could give our dare baby some beautiful spiritual love and possibly a natal chart reading or just kind of like pick up on yeah your vibes and what you feel for us so that we can Kind of see your gifts at work.
1: Well, what about I do this? Why don't I pull a card for you? Oh, we love that. Let's do that. That'd be cute. Yeah. Because I need lots of information, for my card. but if I pull a card, mm. that could be really cute, and then I can yes. give you my little intuitive,
0: and then we can get like a collective message as well for everyone. Yeah. Maybe you could pull a few different cards.
1: Yeah, totally. Mm. What deck do you use? I am using um, the Thoth deck. The reason I use this one Mm. is because it's really rooted in astrology. So to me, it's a language that I, again, kind of talking about what we were pointing (laughs) to what we were talking about before. You know, this is a deck that speaks to me because I understand the language of it, right? Mm. So, you know, whether that's imagery for you or whatever it may be, um, that's...
0: Mm. And I notice I, as well, I, like every astrologer will have like their deck, like the deck that they love the most. They're drawn to. Oh yeah. You know, I never use anything intuition. else basically. Yeah.
1: I have like probably 45 decks, but I don't use them. <laughs>
0: <six or five laughs> they again. don't get touched. Okay. So,
1: so how about we pull a card mm. for you guys and your yeah. little venture here, and then I'll pull a card for the collective.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. These two. Okay. Here we go. I'm, oh, I so love excited. it. I love it. Give us so some, okay.
1: So the first one that we've got here, which is for you guys, mm. as in like you and Jazz. Yeah. Is the sun. Ooh, Looks like this. She's bright. <laughs> she's bright, right? Mm. And so the sun reminds us to shine.
0: Very, yes. very simply,
1: right? I love it's, it. It's deeply connected to, I mean, it is literally ruled mm. by the sun. So because yeah. it's the sun card. But understanding that from a pragmatic perspective, I guess the sun in the tarot really asks us to connect to source, connect Mm -hmm. to light, connect to joy, connect to passion, desire, Mm -hmm. and to uh, be motivated by that, but to move in that way, right? So it's like, what lights you up? And even though, I mean, I'm not sure, this is just coming through so I'm gonna honor it (laughs) but it's like you know we're talking about how you can get stuck in the how yes if you guys are experiencing that of like how Mm. do you make your podcast bigger or how do you do this and how do you Mm. do that yeah sure move with that but move from a space of joy fun move from a space of, oh, this is actually what I want. So getting really clear on how you shine and Mm. is this how actually going to help
0: you do that or are you doing that because we're told to do that, which can happen Mm. a lot, especially in business. That right. resonates exactly. I was going to say that actually resonates a lot for Jazz and I individually, but also with this like podcast. So that exactly, is a beautiful right? message to receive. So
1: I love that.
0: That's mm. amazing. I feel like the sun card, is always, every time I've gotten the sun card and like a reading, it just like, it's such a positive thing. I'm like, ooh.
1: <laughs> also yeah. Like, I mean, you I'm look at it side. and you're like, <laughs> yeah, you look at it, you're like, I'm warm. I love it. Yeah. And then so the, second, <laughs> the second card that we've got here um, is the 10 of, uh, the ten of swords. Mm. So this is the Ruin card um, and it's ruled by the moon in Libra. The moon in Libra? Yes, the moon in Libra. So, no, I lie, sorry, the sun in Libra. Mm. So I, what's the best way for me to describe this? So for the collective,
0: Mm.
1: what we want to and being what the cards are really showing us if you're listening to this you didn't listen to it for no reason absolutely this is for you balance mm. what is yes. ruining your balance oh. what is creating crossfire mm-hmm. in your life what are the things that are you know i always like <laughs> whenever i see this card i think of like nails down a chalkboard oh it's God. like what is that energy in your life
0: cuz oh, that's just God. ruining the
1: vibe you know mm. what i mean so the ruin card asks us to balance. It asks yeah. us to find harmony, create harmony. I love harmony, that. I love that. And so uncross, much. uncross mm. things so that you can start to lay
0: them down evenly, yeah. parallel. Them Do you as know a, what I mean? Yeah, and. Yeah. Like- but <laughs> I'm laughing because my word for the year was balance and I've actually been challenged by that so much already. Mm. And it's like not even June yet. And I'm like, Oh, how do I, like I just need more balance in my life. Um, so yeah, that is a really powerful message for myself. And like you say, for the collective, anyone watching, anyone listening, this is for you. Like this message is for mm. you. Take it, how it you know, resonates in your life. And, um, and yeah, let the universe give you, give you the signs that, you know, you desire. Like, wow. <laughs> I love it. That's incredible. Thank you so much, Jazz. Yeah. Okay, so as we were, where can we find your beautiful self on social media, on your podcast, wherever you are in the cyberspace? We want to support you and we want to be growing with you as well. Thank you. Yeah.
1: I, best place to find me is on Instagram at jazzbori. You can book a reading with me. Mm. You can work with me in any of and all of the capacities through courses or coaching one-to-one. Just go straight to my website, which is com, and explore. And yeah, come and join me on Instagram though. That's the best place uh, to yes, grab me. And then obviously in the podcast, which is the Abracadabra mm. podcast podcast. Um, Make sure you're subscribed on Apple and Spotify and other places. <laughs> do you have a podcast as well with someone else? I swear I came across it one time. I do. I do, mm. quite frankly. Yeah. Yes. So if you that want all things... Feminism and all the things
0: You can definitely go over there as well So pretty much if you vibe with Jazz and I You're going to vibe with her Like just go Support it (laughs) You're going to love it And if you love today Love love today's episode Please give us some love on it Go follow Jazz on Instagram So you can keep supporting her And we thank you so so much For having your beautiful energy In the Data Glow house today I'm so sorry about all the technical difficulties Honestly (laughs) Like she's just fucking with us today Like she needs to cut it out (laughs) Mercury retrograde is but here, it's okay but thank you so much we just for having me slow with it you are so so welcome and thank you for your divine energy we've just loved it so much on behalf thank of does and I <laughs> thank you everyone bye